I'm in directly, but absolutely and completely directly teaching my son to lie to the police. All I know is that there are these Hawaiian people on the stage, but they don't sound Hawaiian. They sound Cockney. Teaching my son to lie to the police. Lie to the police. Uh, hey, it's uh, Dan Class. Uh, it's it's. Uh, <laughs> yes, it's that time. I'm in the garage. I'm, I'm back in the garage finally. Uh, for the bitter's pill. Now, actually, what happened was. Well, I'll tell you what happened. What happened was spring break. What happened was spring break. Two weeks. Oh God, two. Wonderfully glorious, mind-numbingly, holy cow, weeks of spring break. Followed by then a short week of school and then, um, yeah. Well, basically, last Friday, I was about at my wit's end because I, we hadn't spoken in such a long time and I, it was long overdue. So last Friday, I got it in my head, you know what? Damn the torpedoes. I have all this stuff going on. And I'm going to, you know, obviously we're going to get into that right now. But uh, I was so anxious to uh, kind of get going that I called myself. Okay. And I left myself a message. And um, I guess, I mean, because uh, it was going to be the, the beginning of the show. And then I was going to talk some more uh, in the studio. And I, and I was going to leave myself all these messages. It was going to be great. The messages sound so horrible. I don't know if it's my 18, I don't know, I don't know what it is. So anyway, so I'm really torn whether I should play the message or, or not. But basically, here, here's what happened. Uh, about a month ago or a month ago or so, I have a headache. I mean, right now I have a headache. Not a month ago, although I probably had one a month ago, but I have a headache right now. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm all torqued up on Diet Coke, you know, so I'm, I'm grimacing. Every once in a while, that's that sound you hear is me grimacing. It's my furrowed brow locking into some kind of stasis. I don't know. Well, my wife comes to me and says, hey, you know, there's this project that we need to do for work. Uh, you know, it's a, it might be a project that you could do. Do you want to do this project? And I'm like, oh, baby, I can do a project. You know what I mean? Mama, mama, I can do a project. Sure. Uh, what kind of project is it? Well, it's these two videos, and one is a little bit, uh, one's like this, and one's probably going to be a little like that. And, and I'm like, yeah, baby, we can do that. <clears throat> bring it. Bring it, bring it. Papa uh, needs a project. So, uh, one of the videos entailed uh, basically taking a bunch of ads. You know, she works in advertising. Taking a bunch of the ads that they'd created over the last year and making them into some kind of cool zippy presentation. You know, have this come in, have this go out, have this fade in, have this swing around, fly in, do the hokey pokey, turn itself around, that kind of thing. Online banners, magazine, newspaper, some TV spots, all zooming around, maybe some music, some voiceovers from radio, who knows, very, very uh, zippy, I guess is the word that we're going with uh, today. So... That was going to be one. And then the other one was going to be this thing where we had to shoot some stuff, which sounded like a lot of fun. We were going to shoot some man on the street, man on the street interviews for her big client. 
Now, the one thing keeping me from starting the first, the, the Zippy video, the year of uh, advertising video, you know what I'm saying. The one thing holding me, actually two things holding me back on that one. The first was taxes. And I think I discussed with you uh, recently that, uh, you know, that went well. Because I basically sequester myself for a couple of weeks and do, quote unquote, do the taxes. And then at the end of that, I, I write a big fat check <laughs> and cry. Open, open weeping as I'm driving back from Sun Valley where I get my taxes done. And then there, there you go. Well, that took some time. That I wasn't working on the Zippy video. And, and, and Melissa and I keep having these conversations like, you know, baby, you need to send me, because she keeps saying, how do you want these files? What files? The advertising files. Well, baby, I want them as uh, JPEGs. And I want them as, uh, you know, quick time, the best, like for the advertising, for the TV commercials, you know, the best you got, baby. And I can, you know, I can translate it into what I need, baby. Well, how big do you need it? Well, baby, how, how big do you want it? On the screen, the screen is 720 by 480. If you want it to fill the screen, it's got to be 720 by 480. If you want it to super fill the screen, guess what? It's going to have to be bigger than that. But that's the little box. Basically, I have a 720 by 480 pixel box and I move things around in it. So you, as the keeper of all the files, these print resolution files, right? You know how gigantic they may or may not be. You may have your tiny little right? Online banners that are much smaller than 720 by 480. Baby, you get me what you want, right? If you want it big on the screen, give it bigger. Every 10 seconds. Well, how, what, they want to know what, what format and should it be a, a TIFF? Should it be a, a GIF? Should it be a, a, a PNG? Should be, I was like, baby, I told you, jeez, uh, you know, honey, why don't you get me? I'm trying to be calm. You know, why Why don't you? Why do, I got to put on my nice voice. Baby, why don't you just get me some sample files of what I asked you for and then we'll do a test to make sure that works. Okay, baby. Okay. Because baby, 720 by 480, baby, maybe 640. What is it? 680, 6, 720 or 680 by 4. Listen, don't argue. Just get it. Okay. Well, spring break comes and goes. And I think I'm finally starting to maybe get some of those files, maybe to do sort of a test, I guess. Isn't this kind of what you want? Yeah, it is. Okay. And then we have the big idea, you know, we're going to go shoot these man on the street interviews for the project. The big project, the, the big idea is, we're going to test people's ability to recall major advertising slogans. Okay. We're going to go out on the street and we go, listen, do you know these ad slogans? Right? I'm going to say the name of a company. You, my friend, are going to tell me the advertising slogan. Let's give you, I'm going to quiz you right now. Ready? Because I, you're going to know some of these. Okay, here we go. Ready? I'll say the slogan. No. I say the company. You say the slogan. Ready? Campbell Soup. That's right. Very good. Mm -mm, good. Okay. Uh, Nike. That's right. Just do it. Exactly, my friend. You're with me, Milk. That's right. Got milk. Okay. And it goes like that. The whole idea is that, uh, you know, whatever. We'll get an idea of what, 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 what can people recall and what can't they? The hope being that they can recall 
the tagline for BMW. Because BMW has a fairly recognizable, to very recognize, to incredibly recognizable slogan. Because BMW is, let's be honest, the ultimate driving machine. Okay? So that's the big idea. The big idea is, is that, right? Okay. So basically, working on these two videos, just to kind of give, you know, the bird's eye view. The bird's eye view is working on these two videos based, based on the fact that, uh, it, it, you know, I spend three weeks then with Melissa coming back. Is that, is that the best that can look? You know, with the, these banner ads or whatever. Is that the best? Well, baby, you gave it to me tiny and you're asking me to blow it up. So yeah, baby, it's going to look like crap. Well, can't we do some, can't we make it look better? Baby, can you give it to me bigger? I told seven, honey, repeat after me. Repete, s'il vous plaît. 720 by 480. It's not that complicated. Write it down. If you want it to be full screen, baby, baby, whatever's going to be full screen has to be 720 by 4. And this is all due last Friday. Ideally. Maybe last Saturday uh, in a pinch. Okay. And so... I'm working on that, working on that, working on that, while simultaneously, uh, you know, Tim Coyne and I, we've got our cameras, we're taking our cameras, we're going to go shoot, okay? And then, and that becomes endless, okay? And then Friday comes, and like I say, I'm so out of my brain that I feel like I got to do a, you know, I got to do one of these shows, these recordings, you know, these things. The thing that you're listening to now, I got to make one of these. And so I keep, uh, so basically I keep jumping into the studio. I call myself and leave that message that I said, sounds like crap and I'm not going to play it for you. I've just, I've already decided, obviously we've gone over everything. But Friday I get it in my head that, oh my God, time is running out. So not only do I have to finish these two huge videos that are killing me, but I also have to put out a show. And um, I can't record in the house for two reasons. Because, first of all, I never record in the house anyway. But I, if I, even if I wanted to, there are two reasons I can't. One is the computer is so busy crunching video, right? Processing some sort of preview or an export or whatever, whatever it's doing that it cannot be used to record. The computer is completely, you know, whatever. And also, it's so late in the process that Melissa is camped out now on the futon couch right behind me, shouting into her phone. Now, I've said this before. I love you, honey. I'll say it for the rest of our lives together until I go stone cold deaf. My wife, when she's on the phone, I swear it's as if uh, she's speaking to a 90-year-old. I, I have no idea what's going on. She's shouting to the phone as if there's no circuitry involved, that it's just a hollow tube that strings from wherever she's sitting to wherever the other person is. It's like she's trying to communicate with the dead. She shouts into the phone more than I shout into this microphone. It's unbelievable. So I inevitably, I can't think, I can't record, my head is splitting wide open, and so it goes. So what I'm going to do now is, is we're going to, we're going to, we're, now we're going to go back in time. Today, I'm recording this now on Sunday. I don't even know what date it is. 
but it's Sunday after everything. After it's due, it's finished, everything's done. Uh, like if I can get my phone out of my pocket, uh, uh, let's. Okay, I'm recording this on uh, on April 25th. So this was a week ago, and then plus two days, minus two days, whatever. The Friday before. Right, do you understand? I don't know what day that was. The 14th or the I have no. Please, like I said, okay. You think I'm going to sit here and do math? 25 minus 7 and then another minus 2. So 25 plus 9, what is that? Work it out. It's not that important. Okay. So what we're going to do, though, is now go back in time to me at least talking about it when it was a little fresher, and then we're going to come, and then we're going to come back. Does that make any sense? Today's Sunday, and then we're going to go back to Friday. And, And I hope this meshes somehow. I hope that somehow there's some sort of continuity to the story. Listen, I'm under duress here. Do you understand? Spring break is over. Our vacation, our quote-unquote vacation is over. Hudson's back in the house now. Drawing out 20 minutes of homework into two days. Do you understand? It's it's all right. Okay, so. Let's go back in time. I wish I had a harp gliss. Do I have a harp gliss? We're going back in time. To last Friday. Here we go. Brace yourself. Oh, that sounds funky, doesn't it? I'm in the garage. I've got the door open this time of the studio so I can look outside. And the reason I have the door open really is to remind myself to go in the house and check on the video because I have to grind the video. The video has to be ground. We finished a cut of one of these two videos that I've foolishly agreed. Not really foolishly, but you know what I mean. When you get to this end of a big project at work, don't you feel a little stressed? Two video projects, they're both, they both need to be finished by uh, tomorrow, okay? And um, we're still shooting. We're going to shoot some more uh, later, today. You know why? Because nothing's ever good enough for my client. How have you been? I've been fine. I, I've been, I feel like I have so much to tell you and yet uh, n- nothing at all. All I do know is I'm going to be up all night. So I think what I'm going to, because I don't have time to be talking to you. I got to get back to work. But I miss you. You know, I miss the time that we have together. I miss our conversations. I need our, listen, I need to just hang out every once in a while. Do you understand? I can't work all the time. I'm getting up at six. Ah, okay, 6.30. But I'm always the first one up. I'm in the first one up. I can't wake the kids up. And then, you know, midnight rolls around, midnight 30. And I'm still awake. Everyone else is out cold. They've been out cold since 9, 10. You know. Although I'll tell you something. My daughter. Now, when my daughter does her homework, you know she's seven. When my daughter does her homework, she seems to have a somewhat of a grasp of how to tell time. And when I say tell time, I mean, you know, on an analog clock. The big hand, the little hand. We worked on that quite a bit yesterday. But she was so grouchy this morning. And I keep saying to her, honey... Why are you so grouchy? I'm trying to think, what time did you go to bed? Because she looks like she pulled an all-nighter, you know. And, and she says, oh, Dad, we were up till uh, one, 1 or 2. Like between 1 and 2. I'm like, no, you weren't. Honey, you were not, you were not up. Yes, Dad, Dad. And she's getting really torqued at me, you know, because she's so grumpy. She's so incredibly grumpy this morning and so PO'd. She looks like she's hungover. She needs a cigarette and a shot. And she's absolutely convinced that she was up till one and two, or one or two in the morning. I don't know if she thinks we were clubbing all night or what, but 
She starts getting very angry that I'm arguing with her that she was not, in fact, up till one or two in the morning. She keeps going, Dad, we were up till like between one and two. I'm like, honey, no, you were up till probably between 9.05 and 9.10. Remember the big hand? She's like, Dad, no. No, I was up till one, one or two. So she's probably at school right now telling her teachers, you know why I'm so crabby? Because I was up till two. So back off with the uh, the sight words. But I've been working, so we, I don't even know how much to uh, get into any of this because I really don't have a plan for this recording. I just thought, you know what, I've got to go out, I've got to talk to, right? i got to check in. Well, part of this video was going to be um, these man on the street interviews. Okay. The the big the big part of the big idea was and it's not anymore. But the big idea was at, at one point we we're going to go out in the street, you know, where there are men and women, and interview them on the street. You understand? So, uh, you know, my friend Tim and I, Tim Coin, we we got our cameras. We were going to go interview people. Now, the best place to uh, do that is Third Street Promenade in Santa Monica, and the reason is because uh, there are no cars there. It's one of those streets, and you really should have one. Where they block off the streets permanently and they just, you know, they put in fountains and street people. And then you get to walk up and down, you know, the street shopping and giving people loose change and recommending they shower. That kind of thing. It's kind of, it kind of that's Thirst Street Promenade. It's a shopping musical experience where every five feet there's some other jackass drumming on an upside down pickle can. Or trying to tell your fortune while they mold your face out of Play-Doh with their feet. It's, it's, it's a smorgasbord of human activity. So our big idea was to go over there to, to interview people. Now, Tim had already done this once for another thing. So we thought, this is great. We'll take the cameras and our baseball hats. And we'll go over there and we'll interview these people. We'll have a clipboard. I bought a special brand new blue clipboard. It's so beautiful. And we go over there. Hey, you know what? You're not allowed to do that. Jackass, you're not allowed to just show up in Santa Monica, underline, underline, bold, bold italics. You're not allowed to show up in Santa Monica with a camera and just start shooting people with it. So we get, we, we're literally a person and a half into our day long uh, schedule of man on the street, women on the street. And a very nice young woman named Vicky, I think, comes up to us and says, hi, God. Hey, what you doing? She's really nice. But we know where this is all going, don't we? Hey, yeah, and you guys, and you can't really do that. I think you got to get a, you know, filming permit, you know? You should go down to the filming permit office that's just down there near uh, Barney's Beanery. And uh, get yourself a filming permit. I think it's easy. I think you can do it. So we go down there. And I go upstairs, and I go to the permit office, and I'm like, hi, uh... I guess we need a permit, and uh, it's kind of last minute. I'm so sorry, but whatever. And she's like, oh, you know, you got to talk to Jessica. Oh, okay. Well, um, you know, I got my mouth with me. I got some ideas. I got words. I can string them together. We can have a conversation. Where's Jessica? She's at home sick. Jessica's home sick, and she's probably not going to be in tomorrow either. Really? Hmm. On such a beautiful day. So, I say, as I think you would, well, uh, 
Is there anyone else from right that I could uh, talk to? Is Jessica, is she it? Jessica's homesick with the little, you know, Irish flu or whatever happens to be going on with Jesse baby. And suddenly the entire city of Santa Monica comes to a complete stop. Apparently, yes. Apparently, yes. Jessica, or whatever her name is, is the gatekeeper of all of, uh, at least all of Third Street Promenade. I don't know all of Santa Monica, but definitely the Third Street Promenade Merchants Association in conjunction with Bayside Realty. Jessica's the gatekeeper. So I bail out of there, and Tim and I go to the Apple store to use the computers, and we log on to their website. And for the Santa Monica City website, film permit Filming office, permit office. Because I figured, listen, this thing, 50 bucks, 100 bucks, we'll just pay, right? And then we'll have permits, and then we can just do whatever we want all day long. It'll be awesome. And we go on the website, and they want about $500. And that's not even for a real film. That's just for, like, man on the street. They even say right on there, in those words, man on the street, mm, $500. Really? You need $500 for us to stand with one camera and no lights and a clipboard on the 3rd Street Promenade with no trucks, no nothing, $500? Now that's $500, but if you're one of the studios that has a soundstage, you can get an annual pass of $1,500. So for one day, it's five for Tim Coyne and I to ask people questions from a clipboard for one afternoon. And when I say afternoon, I really only mean till about 1 p.m., 2 p.m., $500. But if we had built, we had like a soundstage and we were filming every day, it would only be 1,500. It's only three times more. And so not only is it $500, it's $500 and I think it was at least a half a million dollars in insurance coverage. And I could be off about that. It could have actually been a cool million. Well, yeah. I don't have $500, and I don't have a cool million in insurance, and I don't have Jessica. So you know what else I don't have? I don't have the Third Street Promenade. And if you don't have the Third Street Promenade, apparently you don't have the pier. And if you don't have the pier and you don't have the Third Street Promenade, what, what what do you have? You have nothing. Well, that's it for this uh, free edition of The Bitter's Pill. If you want to hear the whole thing, uh, go to thebitterspill.com and sign up to be a premium uh, feed uh, you know, subscriber. Thank you for listening. You know, in this, uh, in this one... What did we talk about? Well, basically the rest of the shooting, we had to bring in some ringers. I gotta be honest with you. We had to bring in some ringers. They worked out. And then my wife was unstoppable. She just wanted to shoot and shoot and shoot until basically I I keeled over. We finally got it done. It's true. Did we? Yeah, I guess we did. In the wee hours. The wee hours of the night before. We had to leave town, flying to Hawaii. And then uh, there was a strange sound in the house. It sounded, uh, you know, not to give too much away, it sounded like uh, the hose on the back of the toilet had broken and was flooding the back of the house at 3 in the morning. Anyway, if you want to give me a call, give me a call. 
888-315-5753. Okay. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Uh, this is uh, The Bitter Spirit. What's up, listeners? This is your boy, Seth Harwood, the author and podcaster of Jack Wakes Up and A Long Way from Disney. Here to let you know, Young Junius is coming soon to print. This book brings you the story of Junius Pons as a teenager growing up on the cold streets of Boston and fighting to avenge the death of his brother. But first, he has to find out who did it. The book will be out in October, but this spring, right around the corner, on May 5th, a beautiful special edition is coming to pre-order at SethHarwood.com. This will be a collector's item you definitely want to pick up. So check out SethHarwood.com slash Junius right now and find out how you can help spread the word. Then I'll see you May 5th, Cinco de Junius, with all the other Palms Daddies and Palms Mamas to pre-order their books at SethHarwood.com. Stay criminal. Yeah, if you're going to order a uh, copy of the beautiful and uh, lovely hardcover of uh, Young Junius, hey, I got a promo code for you. Oh, yeah, I got a special, you know, I got connections with Seth Harwood. You know that. Friend and fan of uh, Seth Harwood, the Jack Wakes Up books, and then this uh, Young Junius is kind of a spinoff of Jack Wakes Up books. Actually, you know what you should do is just go to SethHarwood.com slash Junius, and uh, before May 5th, you know, you can't pre-order. You can pre-order May 5th, but before that, just check out the book. Download a couple chapters. It's it's uh, pretty damn good. And then uh, May 5th, do a pre-order for this hardcover. I got to get one, but um, use a promo code CLASS, K-L-A-S-S. I know it's going to be hard for you to remember. Write this down. Uh, Seth Harwood, exactly how you think it's spelled, dot com slash Junius. And, uh, uh, you know, check it out. Check out Young Junius. Young J, yo, yo, yo. My Uzi weighs a ton. All right, peace out.